Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, invites you to be the informed patient with the podcast that features experts from Central New York's only academic medical center. I'm your host, Amber Smith. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Ann Bramlage. She's a native of Casanova and the author of a children's book that may help. It's called Lakeside Friends, A Story About Cancer. Welcome to The Informed Patient, Dr. Bramlage. Thank you, Amber, for having me. It's great to be here. Now, your book takes place in a village with a lake. Were you inspired by your hometown of Casanova? Yes, I was. Um, I grew up in Casanova at the age of four. My parents moved to Cas. And there I attended elementary, middle, and high school, and then actually went off to college. And then later in life, I moved back for a few years. So Casanova has always been my hometown, and I still have family and many friends there. Were you always interested in becoming a writer when you uh, were growing up? Is that something that you aspired to do? It's funny. I enjoyed writing, but I never thought it would be anything um, imp of importance or anything surmountable. I uh, majored in elementary education and then became a teacher and then later on went back to get my doctorate. So education and reading has always been a fundamental key important aspect for me. And so now becoming a writer, I've really been able to embrace how I can further educate children. What grade do you teach? I was an elementary school teacher, so I taught in grades um, kindergarten and then second grade for a little bit and then third grade. And then my last position was in more in middle school, kind of like a fifth grade, fifth and sixth grade. Interesting. Well, let's talk about this book. Can you give us a synopsis of the story? Sure thing. Brooke invites Joel to go, come to the lake. And Joel can't go to the lake because he has cancer. And so Brooke learns through a real life analogy. I use an ant colony to kind of educate Brooke about what cancer is. And at the end of the book, Brooke gives a gift to Joel as, as a way of encouraging him as he goes through his, as he goes through his journey. And these um, children are elementary age children. Yes, the book is for um, ages three to about seven, um, but I've also had many young children read it, 10, 11, 12-year-olds read it. In fact, one of my close friends bought it for his son, and he uh, sent me an email saying, "And your book is great. Thank you. My 11-year-old now understands cancer. And to my knowledge, they did not have any, uh, there was no cancer diagnosis in their family at all. It just his son now understands what cancer is. Well, tell me a little bit more about how the ant colony helps describe cancer for children. Yes, the ant colony, I, I wanted to really create a picture or an image or a way for children to understand what cancer was, because it's really, it's, it's a complex thing and there's many different types of cancers and different treatments and everything like that. So I use a simple ant colony to really describe the fundamental of what cancer is. And cancer is uncontrolled cell growth. And every cell in your body has a job to do, just like every ant in a colony has a job to do. And when some ants don't do their job, the whole colony kind of suffers. In, in the same way, when some out-of-control cells don't really do their job within the body, the body kind of suffers. 
Now, your name is Ann Bramlage. How did you decide on using A.B. Namey as a pen name? So A.B. Namey, um, I kind of took the first initials Ann Bramlage and put it as A.B. And then Namey is my maiden name. Um, and so having the books come from my hometown, um, it just kind of made the best sense to kind of use a pen name of my maiden name. Well, I understand that you survived childhood cancer. Can you tell us about that? Yes, absolutely. Um, at the age of six, I was diagnosed with non-osseous Ewing sarcoma, which in easy terms just simply means cancer not in the bone. So it was in the tissue located under my right arm. And for about a year, um, my whole first grade year, actually, I was not in school. I received treatments, chemotherapy and radiation. And from then on, I, I, well, during that time, I lost my hair. I had a tutor that whole year. I um, did not go to school, but so it was, it was, a, it was a challenging time, but I got through it. My parents were very supportive and so were my friends. I was going to ask what you remember about the reaction um, of your friends, particularly. My friends that I knew were understanding. Two stories come to mind here when you asked me that question. The first one is after each treatment, and there were one, one treatment per month, just about. So after a treatment, my dad would take me and whatever friend that I kind of chose at the time to kind of hang out with. So each month it could be a different friend. And we went to, we went to the, the, the mall. And so it was an evening where after my treatment, sometime after when I'm, you know, feeling better, I invited a friend to go to the mall. It, it was a time out and, and my friends were able to ask questions. We were able to hang out and, and do real life things together because I had missed so much at first grade. My parents didn't want me to lose relationships with friends. So we went to the mall. It was a great time. And that was just one time that I really remember being able to, to, to share with my friends, to have my dad around. Sometimes my mom would take me, it didn't matter, um, either, either one. And then on the flip side, I, I have a different story that is, it's not so great, but you know, it, it is what it is. One time I was heading to the bus and, um, this was kind of when I returned back to school, but my hair hadn't really grown in yet. So I was, I was getting, we were, it was the end of the day. I was heading to the bus and at, at the bus or somewhere on the way to the bus, there was this little boy that would always pick on me. And as a kid, I would wear baseball caps because I didn't have any hair and I just didn't want to go around bald and I really didn't want to wear a wig at that age. So I wear a baseball cap and he would always tease me that I didn't have hair. And so one of the teachers, one of the monitors there, um, saw this little boy picking on me. And, um, you know, from then on, I had, I had a teacher escort me to my bus every day after school, but at the same time, I wonder what that little boy, if, if he would have treated me differently, if he understood what I went through and why I didn't have any care and maybe, um, a resource like my book could have really benefited him in terms of what he could understand about it. This is Upstate's The Informed Patient podcast. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with author Ann Bramlage, who has written a children's book called Lakeside Friends, a story about cancer. Can you explain the process of creating this book? Did you have the complete story in your head before you started writing? I did not. 
so one of my friends asked me, her mother recently was diagnosed with breast cancer and she had some young children elementary school age and she knew my background and everything like that and asked me, and how am I going to tell my kids that their grandmother has cancer? And I said, well, I don't know. That's a really great question. Best of luck type of thing. And I really got to thinking after that. So I did a little digging myself and I read some books, some children's books about it. The books that I read that are out there were all geared towards children who have cancer. Um, you know, really going to see the doctor, what's going on in their body, really explaining cancer to them. So my book is unique in a way that it explains cancer to their friends, their siblings. Maybe it explains cancer to a family whose grandmother just learned that she had cancer. So that's where, that's where the idea came from. And in using a real life analogy is something that I was able to bring into the book where kids would understand it, who are not going through treatments. Not to say that this book is not for kids who are undergoing treatments as well. It is for both, um, but it really is a resource for parents to use for siblings, for friends, for teachers to read in a classroom of maybe where they have a student who, who was diagnosed with cancer. How closely did you work with the artist? Because it's got really nice drawings all through the book. Thank you very much. I really worked with the artist. I wanted to show images of Casanova. I wanted to show images of that small town. And I really worked to create character development so that in more books going forward, I can show, um, you know, the same characters again. It, I just went back and forth with them a lot to get the images that I wanted. So I really appreciate that you collect the images. As a survivor yourself of childhood cancer, what would you say to a child who's just been diagnosed? I would say that they, that they can do it that they can beat cancer. It might be tough, it will be tough, but they can, they can do it. And this time will pass and they can beat cancer. And cancer is beatable and they can go back to having their normal life back of being a kid and seeing their friends again. And this cancer that has happened in their life won't slow them down. What would you say to that child's friends? I would tell them, what what's going on that um that their friend has some cells that just aren't doing the right job that they're out of control that they're growing uncontrolled in in, in their body and they're, they're just not doing their job and, and the best way to be a friend is to encourage to support um and do the best that they can in, in helping their friend out you talked about your parents making sure that you maintain connections and friendships and going to the mall regularly when you were able to. When, as an adult, you look back at what you went through as a child, is there anything you would have liked to change? The one thing that really stands out to me is there wasn't, and I didn't, I was six years old, and my siblings were four and one. So I had two younger brothers at the time. So they didn't ask too many questions. The one thing, though, that I really, that I noticed looking back now is that there wasn't a ton of resources and maybe there were more resources for my parents and they just, you know, didn't really go on to share that so much with me, but there weren't books, there weren't, there weren't podcasts, there, there wasn't as much awareness or even discussion about it. I remember just going to the doctor and learning more about what was going on in my body from the doctors. 
there weren't TV shows, there weren't books, like I said. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to write this was to bring awareness, to bring knowledge, to bring understanding to people, to children. My guest has been Anne Bromlidge, author of Lakeside Friends, A Story About Cancer. I appreciate you making time for this interview, Dr. Bromlidge. Thank you, Yanner. It's been a pleasure. The Informed Patient is a podcast covering health, science, and medicine, brought to you by Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, and produced by Jim Howe. Find our archive of previous episodes at upstate.edu informed. I'm your host, Amber Smith, thanking you for listening.